to ball court world of basketball i am coach drew and this is another episode of our quarantine edition of ball court hang with us hey welcome 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 all my listeners all my fans this is ball court the world of basketball I am Coach Drew, and I have so much information to bring you about the world of basketball. It is absolutely crazy. Now, I know what's been buzzing. It's been on the lips of everybody. We've been talking about it on social media. It's been going absolutely crazy. Yes, the NBA has decided to cast away Spalding for Wilson. You see what I did there? Cast away Wilson. Okay, yes, but the Spalding basketball, the one that we've grown up and loved, that we've always seen in the hands of everyone since 1983. And there has not been a game that has been played in the NBA without the Spalding ball. But going forward, there will be. Yes, you heard it correctly. Wilson will be the official basketball for the NBA and the WNBA. Wow. Wow. So everybody who still has your Spalding Edition basketball, even the ones, especially the ones that have the David Stern signature, you're probably going to want to put that up and hold on to that for a little while because that's probably going to be worth some money in the future. But i like to see the evolution of Wilson and the evolution of the game. You see what I did there again? Wilson Evolution. Yes, but those are going to be the basketballs going forward. I kind of like those basketballs. I've actually, um, I've realized that a lot of our girls utilize those in the AAU leagues and in uh, college. And I find that they have a little bit more grip than the Spalding. So I guess uh, others are uh, seeing the same thing, you know? But let's move on to the next story. Yes, where is these Wilson basketballs gonna be played and when are they gonna be used? We're all waiting, we're all wondering, but as of May 15th, I just want to let you know there is some good news. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. 11 teams have actually opened up their practice facilities. And as of Saturday, the May 16th, Lakers are going to be number 12. They will be opening up their practice facility, and everybody's really waiting for that. They want to see what's going to be the next steps going forward. Is there going to be a, the rest of the 2020 season? Or are we going to scrap the season and jump forward like Shaq says we should do? We don't know as of yet. These are, these are the things that is actually that we're working through. But the good news is, is that the facility, the Lakers facility, will be open Saturday. That's going to be a number 12. That's going to be number 12 of the teams. So we only got a few more to go. Actually, more than half. But that is okay. We're building. That's a step in the right direction. So basketball is, is, is on the horizon, if you will. Now, when uh, I know what a lot of us is wondering, because me, myself, I'm actually wondering this. Right now, with the strict restrictions of how many people could be in the building and the distancing amongst people, how would it work after the Lakers organization opened back up in that practice facility? Is it going to be similar to what was taking place in Cleveland that we reported on last, last time uh, with them passing the basketball back and forth from the, with the uh, trainer having on masks and gloves and giving the ball? 
kind of an odd situation, and I would love to see how it develops. But as it develops, of course, I'm going to continue giving you that story, you know? All right, I want to move on to the next thing. Another thing that has had basketball aficionados arguing and going crazy, it's the, it's the last dance. Now, at this point, we're up to episodes seven and eight. So that means uh, coming up this weekend, it should be the last episodes in the 10-part series. Now, a lot of people have been pulling their own messages from The Last Dance, but one of the topics and one of the uh, messages that was pulled, that, or that was brought up, was by Charles Barkley. And I kind of liked what he was saying. Not saying that I 100% agree with it, but I do like what he was saying. He was stating that it seems as if Jerry Krause is becoming the fall guy for what happened with the Bulls breakup or the eminent Bulls breakup. It seems like being for the fact that Jerry Reinsdorf is here and he's able to defend himself and speak upon it and Jerry Krause is not here is making it easy for Jerry Krause to be thrown under the bus. And in, in his perspective, he says that the Bulls breakup was not due to just Jerry Krause wanting to dismantle the team. It was due to the fact that Reindorf didn't want to pay them. And so now with, you know, your um, general manager who's in the who's in the documentary taking hits left and right cannot verbally defend himself in the documentary because he's not here to do so. So it's kind of like he became the fall guy for everything. Now, don't get me wrong. Yes, there was some certain things that were said, certain things that was done that probably Jerry Krause could have been a little bit more upfront with and uh, could have been uh, a little bit more, uh, you know, scaled towards, but I think that it's being skewed a little bit. Because let's take, for instance, where they talked about uh, Scottie Pippen taking that contract and Jerry Reinhoff was like, hey, I tried to talk him out of taking that contract as if he wasn't the one paying the contract, you know? And uh, Krause, you know, Zane made it seem like Krause was the one who was trying to lock him in for a bad deal. And Pippen even admittedly said that he was the one who made the decision, ultimately, because he had to make that decision for his family. And that's a 100% an honorable reason to take that contract. And who would have known what was going to be taking place in the next year or two in the NBA for you to say, you know what, let me hold out. So with that being said, there may be another side to the story that Jerry Krause is unable to provide right now because, of course, he's passed away. And so it's, it's a little bit sad that he's taking a lot of the brunt of this. You know what? I want y'all to stick around with me. I'm going to take a quick little break, and I'm going to be right back with more Ball Court. I'm Coach Drew. Hey, welcome back to Ball Court. I am Coach Drew. This is the world of basketball. Now we're talking about one of the great things about basketball, the ladies' side of basketball. And one of my favorite teams is up to be spoken about. Yes, the Las Vegas Aces. Now, as you know, as you can probably tell by the shirt, as you can probably tell by the love in my heart, I'm here in Vegas. And I really love Vegas. I love everything about it, especially the Aces. Now, one of the greatest things that the Aces always continuously do is they like to build on their... Um, 
already success. So when they have success, they go bigger, they go better. And what they did was they went out and got 14 year vet Tanisha Wright. Yes. The Las Vegas Aces finalized the 2020 coaching staff. They finalized it. They said, boom, they got it together. Bill Lambert got himself a vet in Tanisha Wright. She's going to be there showing, teaching, and bringing them together. I cannot wait for that 2020 season because I see that the way they're going to gel. And I think that uh, that season is going to be very interesting. Now with a lot of money flowing around with a little more cap space, and uh, the trades that have already been made and free agents that have already been picked up, it's honestly looking like uh, the WNBA's next, the, that next season is going to be phenomenal. I cannot wait to see how it works out for them. So just to let you know, we got now Vicky Johnson, Bill Lambier, and of course, Tanisha Wright. Congratulations, Tanisha. We cannot wait to see what you do with those ladies. As a matter of fact, I cannot wait to see the impact you make on the city. We're going to be watching. All right. Now, speaking of what we're watching right now, everybody's watching basketball, waiting to find out when it will return. I told you we had some good news with, you know, the Lakers opening up their facility, being the 12th team to do so. But we're still watching the Chinese Basketball Association because... They were the first sports league to actually close down amongst this uh, pandemic. So when we take a look at them, we look, we look back and we say, okay, what are they doing at this point? Now, the Chinese Basketball Association president, uh, Yao Ming, he's outlining uh, a plan for the season to restart, where the players will be confined uh, to a hotel. They will play uh, games behind closed doors with without um, any... Um, fans in attendance so there's different aspects that they're looking at he's also working closely with uh china uh, china's top uh leading scientists for pandemics as well they're trying to figure out a way that they could go about this and start reintroducing fans safely as well as being able to um allow the players to be safe as well so there is steps that's being taken right now to find out what is going to be the blueprint for basketball, not just for China, but also for the United States and other countries as well, where we find basketball very prominent, very prominent. So we sit here, fingers crossed, waiting in bated breath, hoping that um, Yao Ming, you know, of course, one of the greatest uh, centers in NBA, figure out a way that he's going to get the CBA started back as well as, well as bringing back the NBA using, utilizing that same blueprint. So that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a tough task that relies on his shoulders, but I definitely think if anybody has big enough shoulders to do it, it will be Yao Ming. So we wish you all the best of luck, Yao. Go ahead and do your thing. And now we want to celebrate this day in basketball history. Yes, this day in basketball history, the day where every little man should stand up and smile. Yes, the smallest MVP was named MVP. And when I mean the smallest, I mean he was six feet, 165 pounds. This guy was not a very intimidating, of intimidating size or stature, but he was a very intimidating player. Allen Iverson. I'm speaking May 15th on 2001, Allen Iverson of the Philadelphia 76ers. He was named the recipient of the MVP. Yes, the Maurice Podoloff Trophy.
He was the most valuable player that year. And hands down, he was putting up buckets, 31.1 points a game. As a matter of fact, when we sit back and we think about the legend of Allen Iverson, amongst the um, greatness of the last dance, we think about Allen Iverson's rookie year. And we think about the crossover that shook Michael Jordan when he broke Michael Jordan. Everybody said, ooh. But his future did not stop there. He wasn't a one-hit wonder. He gave that same kind of energy to the rest of the league. And in 2001, he was rewarded with the MVP on May 15th of 2001. So we celebrate you, Allen Iverson. Go ahead, Bubba Chuck. Keep on doing your thing. And I guarantee you, one day you will realize that all these times that you were playing against these guys was just practice for you to be the greatest coach. Yes, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm going out there. I'm making this. I'm saying, I'm saying what I'm saying. I want Bubba Chuck to be a coach one day. So all of that was just practice. All right, let's move on to the next segment. One of my favorite segments, Shady or Genius. Yes, Shady or Genius. Let's talk about that for a second. We talk about the last dance. Now, with the last dance, a lot of LeBron hate has surfaced. And a lot of uh, stories of how Michael Jordan could have done it and LeBron couldn't have have came to light. So let's sit back and let's think about this for a second. Let's really go ahead and look at the way things were. I was actually going through my uh, Facebook and I came across a meme and it was stating that, you know, how people, they're making fun of how people talk about how LeBron is soft now and how fouls are different. And how uh, Jordan, nobody complained, Michael Jordan wouldn't complain like LeBron James would. But then it goes to show an article where Michael Jordan went into detail claiming of how the Pistons used to beat up on him. As a matter of fact, Michael Jordan himself has even stated that that physical torture and that physical pain that they put him through forced him to go into the gym. Now, when you take a look at LeBron James, and you take a look in that era, the only person who had a stature that was similar to LeBron James in that era was Karl Malone without that kind of speed. He was getting beat up on regularly, just as LeBron James would. But at the same point in time, the calls wasn't just favoring it. So when we talk about if LeBron James could play in that era, we know that he could. And possibly, if there wasn't a Jordan that came before him that showed him the ways of how a star is supposed to be treated in the NBA, maybe he wouldn't ever complain to officials or anyone about how he's being treated. Because... The first one to do that, to tell them that this is how a star treatment was, was Jordan. We all hear about the legendary Jordan rules. Yes, there was two sets of Jordan rules. One was by the Detroit Pistons. If he comes through the middle, if he touches the ball, if he, he gets put down. Then there were the second Jordan rules. If anybody touches Jordan, they get fouled. They get fouled out if they have to. But they will get fouls if they touch him. So it was, to some people's belief, that the game was being played with uh, the players versus the Bulls and the refs. 
So it was a tough thing to look at. But the funny thing is, is nowadays, a lot of people had that same belief about LeBron James. So hands down, what it comes down to is we cannot compare the two. We cannot say one is softer than the other, one is better than the other. But what we can say beyond a shadow of a doubt is both men are phenomenal basketball players in their own right. And you can like both of them equally and not discredit your like for the other. It is amazing how it works. And that's just my take on it, you know? So you can actually be a Jordan fan and a LeBron James fan. It is, it is possible. I am one of them. It, you can do it, please. I will have a, I'm gonna have a toll-free number up for you to call, I guess. So see if we can help you with this. But that was, that was shady or genius. All right, so let's get into that segment. Oh, before I let you go, I just want to point out something. Before we go into the next segment, I just want to point out one thing, right? They speak of LeBron James being three and nine in the finals, but they never talk about how LeBron, how Michael Jordan was one and nine before in the playoffs before Scottie Pippen, you know? So that's something that we want to look at as well, you know? Just, just to go ahead when we wait apples to apples, everybody falter. Everybody needs that time to grow. The greatest doesn't walk in the door. It takes time. All right. It's time to get your shoulders moving. If you don't know what I'm talking about, let me go ahead and explain it. It's let's kick it. Let's kick it. Come on, y'all. Let's kick it. All right. Hey, it's Let's Kick It. This is like one of the most fun times for me. I like speaking about shoes and especially with a lot of things opening up and a lot of people coming out of quarantine, people are waiting, ready to look fresh, you know? So I know a lot of places aren't officially open. So if you got those last minute things that you want to do, I'm here to bring you that last minute heat. Now, first off, some of these have not came out as of yet. So... You can still sock your paper and you can cop them. But these are all the Let's Kick It Freshes. First off, I want to give a shout out to Will. Yes, you heard me correct, Will Smith. Yes, the reason why I'm giving a shout out to Will Smith is because in the first Let's Kick It shoe, we're actually coming out with the Air Jordan Bel Air. Yes, look at this, the Air Jordan Bel Air alternate. The thing that I like about the Air Jordan Bel Air alternates is that it does have that classic purple 90s feel with that uh, neon going on it. So it makes it pretty much one of the uh, better shoes for me. I really like what it's doing. I like the style that it comes with. It's very, it's, it pops, it pops. It's one of those things where you can wear it with uh, standard just gray sweats and gray sweats and a white tee and it'll make the whole outfit look 10 times better. That is definitely a complimentary. That's a complimentary shoe in itself. Now, upon release date, of course, you're gonna have to want to go ahead and cop those. So it's not coming out till I believe, if I remember correctly, I believe that will be coming out in June. All right. So you know you're gonna want to go ahead and cop those. And at 400 and, and 490 is not really bad. But let's take let's go ahead and take one more look at that. Heat, ain't it? All right. So. We're gonna go on to the next ones. Coming out at the end of the month, and I have to say that these are my absolute birthday editions because this is 
Coach Rue's birthday month. Yeah, Taurus gang. Anyway, so um, these are coming out at the end of the month. So these are going to be the ones that I'm copying for my birthday kicks. Yes, the Jordan 13s. Jordan 13 Flint are right now one of the hottest colorways. I showed you uh, Aurora Green before, and I really like the way those were going, and we really like the way they were looking. But these are going to be a little bit more subtle, where you can wear on an everyday basis with a pair of jeans, blue jeans, or you can wear it with a pair of light blue jeans. Either way, you're still going to get that same effect. With summer coming up, great shorts, great sh outfit to wear with some shorts. If you're out in New York, you can rock it with the Yankee fitted. If you're not in New York, you can wear your Yankee fitted somewhere else, and people will just look at you and stare. But that's okay, though, because you're going to be looking fly anyway. So I like those. I definitely must say that that one right there is one of that's going to be one of those additions that uh, makes me fall in love with the game again. But I got to tell you right now, these. I'm sorry. Image lower. OK. All right. And so the next one right here, this one, I absolutely love these. These is the Air Max 95s. Yes, Air Max 95s are pretty much now taking over. And when you see it with this colorway, with the university blue and the pink sickle, it absolutely blows your mind. Think about this. This is going to be your summer shoe right here. And this is going to get my stamp of approval for the Let's Kick It shoe of the summer. I don't know how this is going to fly over with JT, but this is my approval for it. He may come out with another one. I love these. These right here are hands down. I can see this with just about every colorway of every shirt. Uh, you got different jeans you can rock with it. You could come out wearing the, uh, the, the old school um, Biggie jersey with a pair of blue jeans and still rock these and it will look phenomenal. I'm telling you, you're going to have so many patterns. If anybody cop them, please let me know what your pattern is. Go to Ball Court, at Ball Court World TV, check that out. Boom. You can take a look at those. Man, those are, I like those. those are, I think to myself that those is probably one of the best shoes that I've seen so far, you know, for the summer at least, for the summer. Now, I know it's that time where everybody, where we're coming down to that ending of days where Everybody's getting a little bit antsy now when you want to get out there and you can't wait to get out and just be you and, you know, hang out with the friends. But most of all, we have to remember we got to stay safe. We have to make sure that we're practicing social distancing, make sure that we are staying healthy because we do not want to bring the virus back to our loved ones. We do not want to bring it, spread it any further. We want to flatten the curve as much as possible. So, from all of us here at Ball Court, stay home, stay healthy, stay safe, and stay fit. Also, I want to thank everybody for listening. I really do appreciate it. I want to thank CWN Sports once again for having me on. And if you are listening to Ball Court, you better be listening to Let's Kick It, because that's how it goes. It's on fire over there. Also, you definitely got to go ahead and check the Blitz. Malik and them, they keep on doing their thing, and I'm loving what they're doing, keeping it up. And, of course, the Sean Harvey Morning Show, every single morning, they're just giving it to us, just giving it to us. It's like comedy. They give comedy from their house, comedy from the living room, comedy, comedy, comedy every morning. And I'm loving it. 
And of course, stay up with us. We are going to be bringing back Fusion Sports, and we're going to have a special, special host. So I want y'all to stick with us, see what's going on on CWN Sports as we grow. And stay tuned for the Let's Kick It website. This way you can stay up to date on all your Flyers gear. Man, I'm Coach Drew. This has been Ball Court. This has been the world of basketball. And I have been honored to be in your home once again. Have a great one. Cash to Checking is one of the nation's leading finance companies, providing up to $400,000 in unsecured funding for business or personal use. We have relationships with over 250 lenders nationwide. Through the use of our proprietary software, we are able to secure over 80% more funding for our clients. We help clients obtain funding for real estate investment, business startups, down payment assistance, working capital, medical, legal, education, funeral expenses, and more. We also provide 100% financing on fix and flips if you can qualify. We do not offer credit cards or lines of credit, which can later be revoked. Our loans are funded solely in cash to our borrowers in five to seven days. There are no prepayment penalties and no collateral requirement. Leverage our expertise to obtain fast approvals, no upfront costs, and affordable payments with cash going straight to your checking. So what are you waiting for? Let Cash to Checking make that next deposit to help with your funding needs. Visit us online at cashtochecking.com or call 310-987-0824 to start your funding today. This is a CWN Sports Network presentation.